0: Welcome to the Shift Gold Friday Gold Wrap, your overview of this week's precious metals news. It's Friday, November 30th. I'm your host, Mike McCarrick. Thanks for tuning in. Well, I hope you enjoyed last week's special Friday Gold Wrap. If you missed it, I think it's worth going back and giving it a listen I mean, I may be a little bit biased, but hey, I think it was pretty good. I talked about how socialism nearly killed the pilgrims. True story. So it was something a little bit different. But this week, we're back to a normal old Friday gold wrap. But I'll say this. It certainly has been an interesting week. Now, gold got a little bit of a boost on Wednesday after Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell released a very dovish, I call it a trial balloon. And I'm gonna get into that in depth here in just a minute. In fact, that will be the bulk of this show. But at any rate, gold was up about 0.6%, hitting a one-week high of 1229 on Thursday. Since then, it's drifted a tad lower, and it's down a bit uh, in early trading this morning. But it's basically been trading sideways as everybody holds their breath to see what will happen next. This is how markets work these days. We flip-flop around based on the latest twists and turns in the news cycle without a whole lot of thought to fundamentals. It's really kind of silly, but I guess it is what it is. Anyway, trade is on everybody's mind today. We've had the usual mixed signals on the trade war coming out of the White House Now, the G20 summit kicks off today, and a lot of people were thinking this might be when the U.S. and China finally work out this whole trade war thing. Trump was even hinting that he might be able to get a deal done, and early in the week, there was a lot of optimism. Then on his way out of town, the president dumped cold water on everybody. Just before taking off for Argentina, he told reporters at the White House that while China was interested in striking a deal, quote, I don't know if I want to do it, and I like the deal we have now. So there you have it, more 4-D chess from the president. Why people trade on all of this stuff is the real mystery. Now we also got minutes from the Federal Reserve's Open Market Committee meeting in November yesterday, and that put a little bit of a damper on both the stock market and gold. Now really there was nothing surprising here. Another rate hike is warranted in December, I think pretty much everybody expected that. Most of the FOMC members were confident about the economy when they met early in November, and I think pretty much everybody expected that too, so really nothing to see here. But what nobody expected was that Jerome Powell would pretty much completely reverse course, and that's exactly what the Fed chair did on Wednesday. During a speech at the the Economic Club of New York, Powell seemed to indicate interest rates are, quote, just below the broad range of estimates of the level that would be neutral for the economy. Investors and pundits widely interpreted this to mean that the central bank may well be near the end of its tightening cycle. Powell said, quote, interest rates are still low by historical standards, and they remain just below the broad range of estimates of the level that would be neutral for the economy. That is neither speeding up nor slowing down growth. Now, this is basically a complete 180 from the position Powell took just a month ago when he said rates were probably still a long way from the so-called neutral level. In fact, at that point, Powell even hinted that the Fed may tighten beyond neutral. Now, as you would expect, U.S. stock markets took hints that the monetary heroin might continue to flow as a big positive. You know, maybe the party isn't about to shut down, yay! So the Dow posted its biggest gain since March, climbing 618 points, the S&P 500 gained 2.3%, and the NASDAQ went up 2.95%. Now, here's what's kind of funny, like funny weird, not funny haha. Analysts are saying they don't think Powell really meant to signal any kind of change. He wasn't really trying to tell us anything in this speech. I call BS. Of course he meant to signal something. Central bankers may be nefarious, but they aren't stupid. They know every word they say is scrutinized under a microscope. They know that what they say impacts markets. Nothing that they say is casual or happenstance. I don't care what the analysts say, Powell's comments were calculated. He wanted to give the markets a little shot in the arm, a little taste of the drug it's become addicted to. Will the bank actually follow through with these policy changes? Who knows? But Powell certainly wanted to hang that trial balloon out there. He wanted to put that on people's minds. Maybe we're near the end of the rate hikes. Peter Schiff compared it to a game of chicken. Now, as usual, Peter did a great job of giving us a visual image of what's going on. He said, the way the game of chicken goes is that markets keep moving lower and the Fed keeps talking about how great the economy is and how many rate hikes are coming in the future. And somebody has to flinch. Somebody has to blink. It's like you have these two automobiles driving toward each other and there's going to be a major crash unless somebody turns the wheel. And it seems like it was Jerome Powell that turned the wheel first and in fact was the chicken. Now, people will feed you with this fantasy that the Fed doesn't care about the stock market, doesn't care about politics, blah, blah, blah. This is absurd. Of course central bankers care about the stock market. That's the whole point of a decade of easy money policy. The goal was to lift asset prices to create a wealth effect that was going to trickle down and boost consumption and revitalize the economy. Well, it worked. We got the wealth effect. It was a fake wealth effect, but we got one. and actually what we really got were bubbles. And with rates now going up, the the bubbles are leaking air. Powell went out there Wednesday and tried to stick a patch on the leaking bubbles. Imagine trying to stick an inner tube patch on a soap bubble, kind of like that. But in the short term, Powell's comments were just what the stock market needed. They've been generally dropping since October with the specter of continually rising rates. President Trump has repeatedly criticized Powell for pushing rates up. Trump is well aware that rising interest rates in an economy built on piles of credit and debt is a crap load of bad news, and it's going to make it difficult for him to continue running victory laps about the booming economy. Just the day before Powell's speech, Trump said he wasn't, quote, even a little bit happy with my selection, unquote, of Powell to head up the Fed, adding that the central bank's tightening policy was way off base. So is this Powell put this dovish trial balloon a sign that he may be cracking under the political pressure? That's impossible to know for sure, but we do know all of this talk about an independent Fed is unadulterated bovine scat. The central bank is fundamentally a political institution, and it operates based on politics as much as economic fundamentals. Who really knows what's been going on behind the scenes? I'll bet dollars to donuts there's even more pressure on Powell and other members of the Fed through back channels. You can talk all you want about central bank independence. When the president calls, you're going to feel pressure. So maybe Trump is getting to Powell. Or maybe Powell just realizes he's about to burst the bubbles. I mean, like I said, he's not stupid. That's not really important in the long run, the reason why. The point is, this was all intended to stop the hemorrhaging in the asset markets. Before the speech, the Federal Reserve released a broad overview of the health of the credit markets and the financial system. And as you might expect, the report downplayed risks. But if you read between the lines, it did highlight concerns over, quote, elevated asset prices, we call those bubbles, and corporate debt. That's an issue that I addressed uh, this week in the uh, Shift Gold news section. Powell characterized overall financial stability vulnerabilities as being at a moderate level. Well, I'll link to that article on corporate debt, and that will give you an indication that we may be at a vulnerability level just a tad bit above moderate. Now, I've talked about the fact that the Fed will eventually reverse its rate-hiking policy as the economy begins to tank. And of course, Peter's been harping on this for months. Powell's comments may well set the stage for that. The central bankers have to realize that rising rates were a big reason for the recent stock market sell-off. They also have to see the tremors in the economy as interest rate-sensitive sectors like housing and auto are already showing signs of distress. In fact, this week, the Commerce Department announced new home sales dropped to a more than two-and-a-half-year low in October sales fell 8.9%. It was the lowest level since March 2016. Powell may have launched his near neutral trial balloon. He may have put on the Powell put, hoping that it will be enough to stabilize markets and get the president off his back. It definitely gave a little boost, but it's not going to be enough in the long run. The Fed has set the stage for another crash. It did it over the last decade. The crash is coming. So here's the question, for you. Are you ready? What about your retirement if the stock market crashes? Diversifying your portfolio into precious metals can help you weather the storm. We just launched a new section on the ShiftGold website explaining how you can convert some of your retirement into physical gold and silver. It includes a three-video series put together by Peter that explains the hows and the whys. Check it out at shiftgold.com 401 k Gold IRA Rollover. I'll link to that on the show notes page. Well, that's a gold wrap for this week. You can get more details on all of these stories and more, and keep up with the latest precious metals news and analysis throughout the week at shiftgold.com slash news. If you haven't done it already, you can subscribe to the Friday Gold Wrap at iTunes or on the Shift Gold YouTube channel. You'll find links on the show notes page. And if you're listening on iTunes, please share your thoughts on this week's gold news in the comments section. We always love to hear from you. Also this week, I have a new It's Your Dime interview with a preparedness expert, Suzanne Sherman. If you're into prepping, you're into uh, being independent, if you believe in being self-sufficient, you're definitely gonna wanna check out this interview. Thanks for listening. And I'll talk to you again next week.